This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Shall we begin? Everyone in the world believes they're unique in their own way. Annie James and Hallie Parker are about to discover. This is so freaky. They're both unique in the same way. That's my mom. That's my dad. And you and I are like, like sisters. Hallie, we're like twins. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Sharmila. And today we're reviewing a movie that is turning... 25 years old. Uh, it first came out in 1998 and that is The Parent Trap uh, which was directed and co-written by Nancy Myers, uh, also co-written by Charles Shire and starring among other people Lindsay Lohan in her feature debut um, Dennis Quaid, the late Natasha Richardson. Um, lots to discuss. This is the second week in a row. That firstly, we're doing a movie about twins. Yes, I know. <laughs> but but also unplanned. We didn't we didn't see that coming. Second week in a row also that a movie is making me feel the passage of time, let's say. Because Weirdly, I mean, yes, but Parent Trap is not it has not aged in the same way as Twins. Oh no, the movie itself has not aged. In fact, I think you could watch it today and it feels, other than cell phones... Cell phones is the yeah, only thing. Is the yeah. only thing. Uh, but it makes me realise how much has changed since Parent Trap came out and I watched it. And I loved it so much when I watched it when I was that age, re-watching it now for the first time in decades. I still love it. It's such a sweet, heartwarming, almost perfect little movie. So here's the thing. It's a really well-made film. I, I feel as if people who watched Parent Trap when they were uh, kids, you know, both of us essentially, might have enjoyed it in a very particular way. And sometimes I think we know objectively that something that you enjoyed as a kid might have been enjoyable because you were a kid um, and you don't always have faith in the fact that the movie is going to be yes. actually good. Um, and then sometimes that turns out to be the case. And other times it's actually something like Princess Bride, in which it's a very well-made movie and um, you loved it as a kid. Parent Trap falls into that latter category where it's actually a really good movie. You can watch it as a um, romantic comedy purely and it works on that basis. You can watch it as a kid's movie and it works on that basis. You can watch it as a like fun caper also works. And yeah, it just it just is firing on all cylinders. I loved it so much. Did you know or sort of retain the information that it was a Nancy Myers film? No. Because I didn't. When her name popped up on the opening credits, I was like, wait a minute. What? And yet, when you watch it, it is quintessentially Nancy Myers. So that's what I mean, that one of the main things I realised watching it as an adult versus when it first came out, I was in my teens when, when Parent Trap first came out, I think. Uh, but watching it as an adult, you see the Nancy Myers signatures everywhere. everywhere. Um, and as you said, it isn't just a, a movie about 
children or four children. It, there's clearly an adult storyline there. Um, it's clearly in the vein of the couple who should really be together, but for many reasons have been kept apart. Um, and it's actually, I don't know, it stands the test of time. It's perfectly watchable today. So the story, I don't know why I'm bothering to try and tell the story of Parent Trap, um, seeing as it's actually a remake anyway, so people of different generations might be familiar with it. But the premise is simple. Two people got together a long time ago. Their marriage didn't work out. They did, however, have twins. And they decided in some sort of really demented um, arrangement, frankly awful, <laughs> like this arrangement, rewatching it, this is the one that didn't make sense to me. I'm like, there's no world in which legally you two would have decided this is the way. But essentially, they had two twins. The father took a twin, went off to California. The mom took the other twin and went off to London. And that was fine. They lived separately for 11 years until 11 summers later, they were sent to a summer camp. The girls encounter one another, realize what's happening, decide to make a swap and try and bring their parents back together. You didn't mention that nobody else in the summer camp thought that it was weird that these two girls were identical. No, no, they did. They, they, they kind they, of they exchanged kind of think glances. So they think it's notable, but no one else goes, I think you guys might be related. I think it's just too many things, right? Um, one has long hair, one has short hair. <laughs> one has a British accent. One has pierced ears. You know, the surnames are different. It was enough. So... Um, Actually, every segment of this movie, and, and they're like clear parts, right? There's the, the camp part. Yes. Uh, then there's the switcheroo part. Yes. And then there's the parents are together again shenanigans. Every part of it is so much fun. Um, I knew what was coming, but I think I'd forgotten how much effort is put into each segment kind of feeling very full. And it's not a very long movie. So there are parts that... Um, honestly made me tear up like when each child reunites with the parent that they didn't get to spend time with uh, when the parents uh, have their little moment of recalling why they were in love in the first place and I was just like wow I didn't I, I wouldn't have put Parent Trap on the list of movies that would give me the feels as an adult I cried yeah <laughs> um, I'm not surprised I don't remember crying as a kid yeah so, I, when so I, as a kid I was just like oh twins they switched how fun because it's about child empowerment right because the whole notion of Parent Trap is that your children have more power over you than you think um, you know they, they know more than you they can they can engineer your life in a way that you don't anticipate and and so for a kid watching it, there's a lot of pleasure in that because you're like, yeah, you know, that's right. Take charge of your own destiny. Swap passports. That's legal. <laughs> you know? and, and that's all fine. But as an adult watching it, I found moments of it genuinely very, very touching. Um, the, the fact that two people who couldn't stand one another now couldn't fully remember exactly what tore them apart but remembered nevertheless the feeling of being torn apart very clearly um the the conflict they felt about how they were going to go about things uh the girls bonding with one another well the girls played by one girl um bonding with one another bonding with their parents oh i loved it and that's before we even get to the supposed villain of the piece who is again pitch perfect oh yes um i think the the introduction of the conflict actually is is in the form of uh, the other woman meredith who um nick parker the father uh is set to marry um could have gone wrong in so many ways, right? Because it's it's a very um, cliche, stereotypical, yeah. stereotypical trope. But even then, it's kind of played in a way that kind of kind of edges to the you know to being that. 
and then pulls back just enough that everything is just done with a light touch. Okay, can I just say, Meredith is a well-rounded character. <laughs> she is. She actually yes. is. And it could have been so easy for her to go full evil stepmom, which she does at points. Uh, it could have been so easy for her to be a young, quote-unquote, bimbo in the context of this movie. But it doesn't do that. Um, instead, there's a scene in which, well, she I mean, she's clearly pursuing Dennis Quaid's character for the money, but there's a scene in which she says, just for your information, I adore your father. And you believe it. Yes. She does. Um, and yeah, it's pl- she's played so well by Elaine Hendricks. Um, I remember her so clearly. It's such an iconic character. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't mean to wax lyrical again about the supposed villain, but I think she is such a good example of how well the movie is written and played. And written by a woman, I think is important to say. Co-written by Co-written a woman. Co-written by yeah. a woman. Um, and it's an example of why these sorts of nuances don't have to be, uh, which is something you see now, right? Uh, an overcorrection to kind of, no, but she has a soul and, and, and a backstory to why she became this way. No, it just needs to be presented in a believable, uh, relatable way. So... Before we head to the break, um, do you think that the premise of Parent Trap still works? Cell phones, I think, is the thing that I get stuck at. Um, I feel like cell phones and, and I also just really, I, I just... Why am I even saying cell phones? Like yeah, I haven't I know. used that. Hand phones I, I've is what I mean. you. Yes. Um, I, I genuinely don't see a world in which parents decide that they're going to split twins up this way Okay, anymore. so that part, yeah. Because it originated from a German novel from 1949. So, like, to be clear, I, I think that's important to say because the... The concept originated in 1949 and then subsequently the first movie is 1961 and then 1998. So we are in the cycle at about the point at which Parent Trap would be considered, um, you know, for a remake. And I feel as if there are some parts of it that just would be a little bit difficult to square away. I know. Um, I can imagine that that aspect would be difficult. Um, There are also things about how much kids are allowed to go out and do things on their own, which I feel may not necessarily work in today's context. You mean run six blocks for a payphone? Yeah, exactly. After leaving dinner. (laughs) After leaving dinner. And yeah, nobody really thinking it's a big deal. No. But having said that, um, that's one good reason. But there are also actually several good reasons not to remake the Parent Trap. It is a lovely little timestamp that doesn't need to be redone. Uh, that's what we're talking about today. The one from 1998 specifically, directed by Nancy Myers, um, starring Dennis Quaid, Natasha Richardson, Lindsay Lohan. We'll come back and talk about the performances. Let us know, um, have you watched The Parent Trap? Do you remember it with fondness? Uh, WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Birkins for Mama. BFM. 89.9, The Business Station. Now, two sisters are setting the perfect trap. It seems like it's been forever. I have no idea. To bring their parents back together. This is an emergency. Dad's in love. What? Bring your shirt like this. I like it when I can see a little chest hair. It's disgusting. If there's any hope of getting mom and dad back together, we've got to do it fast. I am marrying your father in two weeks, and nothing you do is going to come between us. Ah! Hi, Mary. Hello. How you doing? Both of them? From the makers of Father of the Bride. Does everyone here know something I don't know? Yes. 
Dennis Quaid, Natasha Richardson, and introducing Lindsay Lohan. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Sharmila. And today we're talking about The Parent Trap, throwing it back uh, to 1998. It is 25 years old, which um, like you said earlier, Sharmila, a little bit gobsmacky Mm -hmm. uh, to realise. But let's talk about the performances. Uh, Let's start actually with Lindsay Lohan because this was the movie that convinced, firstly, it's her debut. Secondly, it was the movie that convinced everybody that she was going to be it, that she was so talented that that you know the whole world was going to be at her feet and I okay we don't have to talk about Lindsay Lohan's current career but I think her performance in Parent Trap is just so great really pitch perfect um even the accent work which you would buy as a child doing an English accent uh, she's fabulous I mean really um watching this again at this age um I was really blown away at w- how much charisma she has. So, I mean, it's it's tricky to, to figure out how to say a child actor is a good actor, right? And it's difficult. Like Macaulay Culkin, when you watch them in, watch him in Home Alone, um, is he a good actor or is he precocious and cute and charismatic? Okay, so I think that the thing about Lindsay Lohan in The Parent Trap is that it's so naturalistic. Yes, that's... Th- I think yeah. that's for me, it feels like every, uh, it feels like you really got to know two girls who are twins um, and who grew up in very different backgrounds. And it's weird how you are able to tell who's who, even though they do go to pain sometimes to make sure they're wearing different outfits. So you don't forget who's um, Haley and who's uh, Annie. You can tell by about halfway through the movie and that's credit to her performance. So I, I mean, yes, because you were saying precocious, cute. I get it. But really, it's the fact that this is, like you said, two distinct performances. Um, very natural, despite the fact that she would have been acting with a double uh, most of the time. Yeah. And it just, it really sells the whole movie. The, the moments where um, there are two of them looking through keyhole, uh, looking through potholes, looking through, you know, it just really works. But like I alluded to earlier, um, on this rewatch of of this film, the thing that really resonated with me, I, I guess it's because I haven't had a good rom-com experience in a while. I mean, we are uh, talking about this. Well, I guess this is a prelude to the fact that neither of us liked Ghosted, which we're going to be <laughs> reviewing uh, tomorrow. But um, because I haven't had a good rom-com in a little bit, man, The Parent Trap, Dennis Quaid, Natasha Richardson, whew, Oh, the the thing about a rom-com is that the movie needs to be quite unabashed and earnest to a very large degree, right? Um, and you have to want to go on that journey with them. And Dennis Quaid and Natasha Richardson really make you want them to make it. Yeah. Uh, from the time you get to know them, you're like, oh my God, Like this, these two people need to be together. Um, and of course... Uh, Lindsay Lohan or the girls um, kind of contribute to it as well because they talk about their parents before you actually get to know them and that's kind of really sweet as well uh, but I, I completely got the the kind of rush that you get from watching a really good rom-com yes you get it from watching this and um I want to talk about Natasha Richardson because she she passed away and it was a real tragedy yeah and it just it made headlines the way it happened. And watching Parent Trap reminded me of how good she was, um, how good an actress she was. The warmth 
the warmth and sincerity of the performance is really something. It reminded me of a time when a movie of this genre, whether prestige children's project or rom-com, actually attracted people who were... I don't want to say talented. Okay, so they attracted actors of a certain caliber. Yeah. Um, who are who almost feel larger than the role they're there for, but then elevate the role because they're there, which you don't see anymore, right? Because now rom-coms are very much the, the purview of people who are trying to who are at a certain point in their career and they don't know what to do or it's strictly for streaming or they're just trying to make money. Or it's all they do. Yes. It's whereas, all those actors Whereas do. here it feels genuinely like wow, you're amazing in this role and I love watching you. So I, I think another part of what contributes to this being a fun rewatch is that you really are watching um, A, well-rounded and well-rounded, believable and likable characters. So I, I, I don't mean to make it sound as if every movie needs to have likable characters. Heaven knows that we have reviewed films in which we disliked literally everybody. Um, we're going to be talking about succession soon. Like, <laughs> try and find me a character that you like. But they, in the context of a movie like this, where you want that kind of coziness and warmth, um, everybody is really, really likable. And then all the performances are firing on all cylinders because it's not just the the main trio. Um, Lisa Ann Walter is, is great. Simon Coons is really great. Like they're just people supporting the central drama who are also really fun to watch. And um, of course, Elaine Hendricks, who we spoke about earlier. Can I just tell, can I just talk about Dennis Quaid's smile, mm. which is leading man smile, rom-com leading man smile all the way. Um, speaking of believable, I did want to say though, um, were you pleasantly surprised at how well they pulled off the twin thing? Because I, I thought it would be a bit hokey, by now. Um, but actually, when I watched it, I was like, wow, you guys did a really good job with the doubles and the whatever, stitching scenes together. However, they did it. They did it really well. So I didn't think it would be hokey, oddly enough, because I remember that at the time, everyone thought she was a twin. Of course. Yes, I yeah. forgot about that. So I, I remember that people were like, wait, it's one girl, you know? <laughs> and so because of that and because of that knowledge, I, I went in kind of very confident that, no, this is probably going to be fine, uh, that, that it would be as seamless as I remember it being. And it was. There are lots of scenes in which she is, they're in the same frame yes. and they're like doing things and you can't really tell where the stitch is or, or what's going on. No, it's, it is actually quite impressive and it's part of the reason why it holds up well in a way that I think CG won't. And, the, you know, because this is pre-Tupac hologram yes. and um, who else have we seen this horrible thing done to? Who else? Who, who, which other actors? Alec well, uh, Princess Leia. Yeah, I was going to say... Which wasn't horrible, but wasn't great. Not fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, it was before all of that came to be, right? So, yeah, I mean, I would thoroughly just say that if you haven't watched The Parent Trap in a good long while, that it's such a satisfying mm -hmm. way to spend a couple of hours. Really, really fun. Really, really good. Uh, the other thing, though, is I want to return to the point about the remake. You know, I kind of wouldn't mind a remake. It's kind of like a star is born, right? Yes. Like it just happens. I and feel then... like every generation needs a Parent Trap remake. But um, one, I am actually genuinely worried about the CG unless they decide to cast actual twins. Um, but that's kind of not the Parent Trap thing. They're supposed to cast one person who can do both girls. And then the whole, how do you make it believable in today's world? 
Yeah, uh, I I think that as of now, this Parent Trap movie has barely aged. Yes, I so, agree. So if you are finding yourself craving it, like just go back and rewatch this. Um, okay, <laughs> we're, we're talking today about The Parent Trap from 1998 because it is having its 25th anniversary this year. Uh, let us know. Do you remember watching it? Do you remember enjoying it? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Write to us at movies at bfm.my. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.